0: you been chasing the how in your business and rather than even thinking about the who these are questions that pop up a lot for our guest today namisha she's going to show up here and she's going to tell us a little bit about herself why this concept matters to her and why it should matter to you namisha welcome to the show oh thank you for having me lovely shauna you are always a welcome guest here in my home all the time. Listen, people, you need to you need to hear what Nimisha has to say because it is valuable to its core. Oh, from my home to your home, absolutely, <laughs> what we're doing. Love it. So take a moment to introduce yourself, tell people a little bit about who you are, where you come from, and why this concept of how and who even matters. Yeah, so I um, am Namisha Patel Owen.
1: I'm in the UK in a lovely town called Winchester, if you know it. Um, I'm a mindset coach um, and also practice meditation. Um, and I help high-achieving women believe in themselves on purpose, right? It's this idea of actually pausing and taking some time to go within. Um, And that's what I'm all about. Um, And actually, it's doing it at a time of change. So predominantly, I'm helping women when they have gone through some sort of big life change, whatever that might be, career change, uh, relationship change, um, starting a business. Um, So yeah, this is what I'm all about. And it's all about what's going on on the inside um, in terms of what you're thinking and what you're feeling.
0: I love that, and especially this on purpose in time of in times of change. When really, in, in a time of change, that can be like the most difficult time to even reflect on this this question of like, how do I how do I do this? We, that's like I feel like that's your knee jerk your knee jerk reaction. We're in a time of change. We're really not sure about what's going on. We're feeling vulnerable. How do I get through this? And you're here to say it's not how, it's who, but it's also not who you think it is. Can we talk into that? Because that was my first, my first thought was, okay, well, who the hell is it then? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because this is
1: the way our our brain is wired in a sense. Um, we're, we're like focusing on the how. It's almost like a, a way forward and, a, you know, a plan um, to, to know or a, um, you know, almost like a a secret source or a silver bullet or something. So that for me is the how. Um, and I find that even myself, once upon a time, and certainly my clients, it's like they're chasing the how on the outside. You know, this is what they're Googling, this is what they're seeking, this is what they're searching out. How to do something, how to be something. Um, and what I'm all about and what I teach is actually, it's more about the who, who are you being right who are you at your core in alignment with your soul you know your nature in its truest sense Um, and certainly from my experience when you're going through change whatever that might be especially bigger life changes you kind of lose this sense of who you are who you truly are in terms of your identity, you know? Like when we become, when I certainly became a mum, maybe um, you can relate, Shauna, but you do lose your sense of identity. So you forget the who, and you're all about the how, like, how do I do this? And how do I do that? And how do I do that? But the energy behind who you're being can very much determine the how. And it's this idea of just allowing the how come to you versus changing um of chasing the how, you know, it's like being hungry for the how versus no, 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 let me just tap into who I truly am. And the how just comes to you and it might've already been in front of you, but
0: you just couldn't see it because you wasn't looking there, mm-hmm. you know, you were too busy mm-hmm. elsewhere. So the first thing, first thing that came to my mind when you were talking about, you know, when you lose yourself, the first thing was, oh, I know motherhood, because um, <laughs> you really do, you, you wind up kind of becoming disconnected from pre-motherhood you and post-motherhood you, and you got to kind of m- merge them a little bit somehow along the way. And so we look at, well, how do I even show up? How can I connect with my friends? How can I provide for my kids? How can, da, 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 And we get to, into a spiral. And I love this concept of chase, chasing the how. And I actually just had a conversation external to the to the podcast where we were talking about how how um <laughs> everything that's worth chasing you probably shouldn't be chasing in the first place what do people tell you when you're like oh man i've been single for so long and all the guys i'm looking for or all the girls i'm looking for are just they're not fitting and i can't find the right one and people say stop looking People always say the person shows up when you stop looking. That's the same with happiness. You can't chase happiness, you create it. All the things that are worth chasing, if you try to grab it, it will just fall like sand through your fingers. And that's the same with this, this who concept, who versus how. Yeah. And from a marketing perspective, what I want to pull attention to is the fact that a lot of people when they think about the who in showing up whether it's for your business or for your life, because I y- people here know that I believe that life and business are intricately intertwined. They always think the who is external. They always think the who is your avatar. Yeah, hmm. We're gonna talk about the who as you. Yeah. You're showing up as within and about yourself. Yeah.
1: yeah, it always starts with you. It always starts from within. No matter what you do, right? No matter whether it's a business thing you're tackling, or no matter whether it's a life thing, and actually it doesn't matter if it's a big thing, you know, life changing thing, or actually just a small day to day thing. It always starts with you. It's not about anyone else. Like you, we we get to take responsibility responsibility for who we are being in this moment and in every moment about anything and everything like even now right here and now right I get to decide who I want to be who I'm showing up as equally you get to decide who you are that's true to yourself and all your lovely listeners and my listeners they get to decide who they are being as they are hearing this and engaging with this and um you know seeking their own insights from this so like it's it's like a way of being.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a way of being that you just take responsibility for who you're being. Now, this can be scary, right? Like, I hear this, and I hear this from a place where I've already kind of stepped through that veil, for lack of a better word. I've already kind of walked through that process and continue to, of course, because it is a process. It can you You don't stop. But I feel like I've taken some of the harder steps out. But this is something that I encounter a lot with my clients and that I did 100% encounter within myself. Because taking responsibility, understanding that you have control, that means taking responsibility. That means it's on you for how you're showing up,
1: what you attract. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's, there's this, right, if I may, there's... Taking responsibility versus, oh, I get to take responsibility. Like, can you see the energy? Absolutely. One is really heavy, like, oh, my God, that means big, heavy burden on my shoulder. Versus, oh, my gosh, I'm in control.
0: I have the power. Yes. Yes. you get to decide how that, you that's see exciting. it like for me that's really exciting but it's also something that holds people back i've seen a lot of people be like but then i have to be accountable right then i have to be then something happens in my environment and i actually have to be accountable for that because within and about myself i've i've effectively manifested that and now i need to be accountable to that and make choices that reflect a better me. And and that's something that's really important because we talk about this idea of being versus doing. So how is what you're doing effectively reflecting who you're being and vice versa? And how most people spend all their time reacting, the doing part of it, to their environment instead of taking that accountability, taking that responsibility and thinking about how they're being which is generating that reality? Mm. What What are your thoughts on that? Because I know that you're. I know that you have a lot of wisdom and experience in the world of being versus doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, in in its simplest sense, for me, if I may, um, there, there is just a level of awareness that that we all get to have and we're gifted with but you have to pause and do it and it's as simple as just just asking yourself like just pausing and to just check in with yourself and largely for me and the work that I do it's whether you're you're in your head you know you're stuck in your mind with some sort of thinking that perhaps doesn't serve you is unhelpful versus are you in your heart? Like, where are you operating from in a given moment, Like right? You sit down to write a post, you write a podcast, write a script, you know, show up for a networking event. The minute the thing goes live, where are you showing up from? Are you showing up from a place, oh my God, oh my God, I, I, I'm late, I, I my, my camera's not working, like, I wish I'd done my head, like, whatever it might be, you're in your head, versus here I am, I love and appreciate myself, I'm here in the moment, I'm connecting with people. Like, can you see the difference? And and it's just taking a split second, and I kid you not, it can take three seconds for you to have to consciously check in with yourself. Where are you operating from? Which for me is the energy you're showcasing, right? Are you showing up from a place of the doing and the energy of, you know, everything that's not so good versus
0: here I am I'm in my heart let's go Uh, and and that's it's so profound and it's and it's a shift that like I'm not gonna fool anybody watching by saying oh it's easy you just change your mind this is a sister hazel song it 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 doesn't exist in that capacity and I I totally agree
1: with you if I may just interrupt to say this yeah you know what I'm describing is Simple, but it is not easy. And this is the work, right? This is the work to do in terms of being versus doing, in terms of showing up in your energy, in terms of, you know, showcasing from your heart, right? Showing up as the true, authentic, beautiful soul that you are, that comes from your heart.
0: And that attracts the people who are meant to be around you. So if we're looking at it, if, if somebody's here, if, if somebody's here going, okay, but that'll make me feel fluffy. That's really great. And woo. Now, listen, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Cause everybody here knows I'm on team. I'm on team to here. share, but, but let's <laughs> just say this is super woo. Like, sure. Now I feel fluffy, but what about my business? What about my KPIs? What about my connections? What about Well, now your connections are rock stars. Like now you're not just connecting with someone because they're a a, a tally on your wall. Now people are in alignment with you. Now people have heard your heart and feel vulnerable enough to open up and connect with you in their own vulnerability, in their own space of authenticity. So this is a really important, and I hate this word for this, but tactic in marketing. That word does not align, but you understand the meaning. If you're going to show up the best way for you to show up on both sides of this proverbial screen is in that capacity, that mindful presence and authentic self. And something that I wanted to say, because I'm all about actionable. Like, how can I make this happen? If I'm not there yet, people are, I'm not here. I don't, I'm not there yet. I want to be there, but I don't know what to do. You actually really modeled a great first step for people to, uh, embrace, and I don't know if you realize that you did it because I'm sure it's quite subconscious for you now. But switching from have to to get to is oh, a wow. huge first step in embracing who you are. Do you have any other tips and tricks, so to speak, to help people kind of move into that different frame of mind?
1: Um, you know, th- there are there are a few. Um, I guess the 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 biggies for me. Is oh gosh, where do I go? Really, the the ultimate, and this is the simplest, (laughs) is to breathe, Mm. is to just take a deep, nourishing breath. Beautiful, that change that can change everything in a very, very short space you know, in a split second, a deep breath in your heart and for me and what I teach um, in its simplest form is literally hands on your heart. Like how often and who even taught us to put our hands on our heart? Nobody. But our heart is beating all day long behind the scenes doing everything it needs to do and the minute you connect with your heart it just creates calm and connection. And sometimes that's all you need you just need one deep breath and like if you do nothing from this conversation please like go practice as many as you can but even one <laughs> conscious deep breath like before you do a post before you show up live before you pick up the kids before you like just breathe and sink back into your beautiful body because we spend so much of our time here i.e in our head in our mind and we have all this goodness and with wisdom in our beautiful body and we gotta tap into it and that's where we need to be residing you know in equal balance but we spend a lot of our time you know overthinking you know creating and doing and (laughs) producing (laughs) you know yeah. So yeah, that is my my go to is is take a deep breath. Um, and the other one, if I may share, is is journaling. Like write it down because we sometimes get caught up in our own thinking, in our own world, or in whatever's happening in the moment. The minute you write it down, you get to you know it's almost like what I call download it. Right. And you get to see it on paper and you get to see that that's not you. You know, you are still you. You are still the beautiful soul that you are. But that thing you're thinking about has suddenly just consumed you. But the minute you get it down, the minute you write it, you create some distance, you get to observe, it. you get to see it. And then you get to consciously make a choice about what you want to do with it. Um, And if journaling is not your thing, then verbalizing it, like talking it out with someone. And that's where a mentor or a coach or a good friend or, you know, an accountability partner, whatever it might be, particularly in business, where so much of our time we are solo doing our thing. You almost like need to need to say things out loud Mm -hmm. to really hear yourself
0: and what energy you're showing up from. Absolutely. And this is something I've, uh, it's funny because I just recently had a call on my calendar um, and it was with someone I'd spoken to quite a few times. And in fact, I connect with her pretty frequently. And I thought, why is that call on my calendar? I don't know. I just don't know. But you know what? I'm not changing it because that person fills me up and that person gives me that opportunity to talk. And I do the same for her. So when we hopped on that call, we were able to have this cyclical conversation that at the end of it, we felt like cleansed. Right. And that's the same thing. If you have that person, if you have a a good book, it has so many opportunities for you to reflect very meaningfully about all of that cerebral gunk that's going on in there. So it doesn't just sit there and take up space. You get to put it out into the world in a very meaningful and intentional way. And oftentimes it clears the clutter. I actually, I actually, there's a, there's another, I want to tell another story. Namisha, usually I'm just like, I'm going to throw, throw the ball in your court, but you reminded me when you said about taking a minute to breathe. I used to tell my girls, they get worked up Oh, ah, something's going on i say stop and think and i know this sounds really crazy people are on here being like i'm a professional person i can't be you can do it sing stop and think and that's not i'm not saying stay in your mind i'm saying practice the pause yeah because recently i had a call from my mom Saying, I can't find my keys. I can't find my wallet. Da, 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 da. And I'm worried and I'm worried. And I said, hold on. Are you moving things around, searching for them? She said, yes, I need to find them. I said, stop moving things. I need you to stop. Exactly. And you want to know something? In that moment, she remembered where she put them and was yeah. able to go directly to them. It
1: is exactly what happens. And it's so powerful. Like, I kid you not. By just doing that, you bring another level of consciousness in your mind, you know, you access a higher level of thinking by just taking the deep breath. Because actually, and I'm no scientist or biochemically, but all I know is that the blood starts flowing just a little bit more. And when the blood starts flowing a little bit more, cogs start turning a bit more. When the cogs start turning, suddenly, you have the light bulb. Yes. And, And if I may, just going back to what you're saying about journaling, like, there is no prerequisite to journaling. Make it work for you, but just write pen, paper, let it flow, let it out. But do you know what I have found in the in the practice? Is not only can it declutter and you know create some some space for whatever it is that needs to come out and be released, but you can have your best ideas. You can be so stuck in your mind about something. Suddenly you write it out, and you're like, oh that! That you know, like so again same with breath right you know you don't underestimate the impact of some of these more I would to say simpler techniques because it could be all that you need it could be all that you're missing like again you don't need to chase this how silver bullet of what are you not doing actually it could be just something really really simple versus some kind of I don't know big style strategy or something i don't know it, yes. and it's that thing that little song whatever it is that works for you like make it work for you
0: But uh, you, you keep saying life. i don't know but listen i hear you i hear namisha knows her shit okay like this is a big deal because also if we're looking at if we're looking at these s- simple steps these very basic things that you can do and we're going we're gonna to shift a little bit here to like the tactical, how you're showing up for your business. You want to create content that's really compelling. You want to clear that. You want to uh, release that. It, it sounds to me like you're almost mentally constipated, which sounds kind of crazy, but you are. And then you start that flow by putting pen to paper, by starting the conversation. And then those good ideas that have been wanting to come out, they start coming out. Now you're creating really riveting content. Now you're showing up in a whole... Um, I don't want to say a new way, but in a really fresh and and invigorating way, in a way that feels more connected with who you are. And now people are noticing. Now people are going, where did that come? I thought like I saw that and then it went away and now it's back and what's going on. But if you can get, get that practice going.
1: Yeah.
0: Now you've got a good flow. Now you've got good connection. Now you're showing up in an energetic way that is going to naturally attract the people who are in alignment with you. And if you're having now I know you know what Namisha, you didn't say that you were going to do this, but I'm going to do this for you. If you're having a hard time kind of calming yourself and getting to a good space, Namisha yeah. has a podcast that you should listen to and <laughs> tell tell us what your podcast is called and then also I'm going to invite you, even though I know we could probably talk about this all day, I'm going to invite you to share your final words and where else they can get in touch with you. Don't forget about the podcast because that thing's great, guys. Honest to goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The
1: podcast is called Live Your True Self and it is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, um, yeah, I would love for you to go. Go check it out. Um, You know, have a look um, at the episode, see what resonates with you, and just hit play and let me know what you think. I would love, love, love to hear from you um, either on LinkedIn, um, where you can find me, Namisha Patel Owen, or even on Instagram, which is Namisha. Patel Owen, or you can, yeah, go to my website, which I think you can see www.namisha.patelowen.com. And just come and say hi. I would just love to hear from you and connect with you because um, then I know like something resonated for you
0: and let's talk about it. This is so important. And it's it's a natural uh, consequence of showing up in your whole self. In this capacity here, showing people, hey, this is who I am and Trust me, she doesn't bite. She's as sweet and gentle as a flower. You want to say oh, hello? No, can't. Yes, yes, yes. yes <laughs> all yes, right, yes. Namisha, do you have any, any closing thoughts that you want to impart with our beautiful audience before we say goodbye?
1: Um, just to say thank you, first of all. What a fab um, conversation and opportunity to come and spend some time with you and your beautiful um, listeners. Um, but all I wanted to say to you is, like, we are here... Um, you know, doing something um, new perhaps in business, you know, open to failure, open to judgment, open to criticism, you know, some of the things we're doing we haven't done before, we're breaking many first first times of doing so many things. And so I guess my invitation is just to be kind to yourself and, you know, be be graceful, just like you would with one of your friends or your loved ones, like really express some love and appreciation to yourself, like literally, and you know, that is something that I've practiced for a long time, which is, you know, like something goes wrong or some, you make a mistake or a setback or whatever it might be, and you can literally say to yourself, I love and appreciate myself anyway, right, I love and appreciate myself even though blah blah blah, fill in the blank, so that genuinely would be my parting word, like pay attention to you, um, but give yourself so much kindness and grace on this journey of a business growth, because actually, um, you know, your business grows because you grow. And so it's really important you spend time with yourself growing. And like the business growth is a byproduct.
0: So true. And I've actually had this conversation numerous times with a lot of people so this isn't it, this isn't like uncovering a new amazing buried treasure from the bearded wonder or something i don't know it's it's not something like that but it is seemingly it's it's just so profound and so understated that when someone says it so purely and openly as you just did Namisha it hits people start realizing You matter. You make a difference. And every single step of the way is important. Now with that, Namisha, thank you so much for being on the show. And I want to invite everybody here who's watching to join us every week, subscribe, follow, because we have these types of conversations at least once a week, if not twice. And you want to join in on them and, and comment. And we are here to talk. We are here and open to the conversation. That is the whole point of marketing is to have a conversation and form relationships. So with that, Go connect with someone today. (laughs) We'll chat soon.